Welcome to the BioCurious Podcast, a place for you to be curious about your biology and discover new ways to upgrade and optimize your mind, body, and human performance. The guests on this podcast are trained experts in the fields of functional health, holistic wellness, and biohacking who share my passion to provide useful and actionable information with all of you that I hope will help you to live your best life. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm excited to get curious together. You guys are in for such a treat today because we have a super unique and fascinating guest on the podcast who is here to teach us how we can hack our nervous system using the magical practice of facial reflexology. Helen Black, aka Mirror Medicine, is a facial reflexology expert and practitioner And she's actually the first English-speaking teacher of this unique healing method. Her goal is to put healing into the hands of the masses. On today's episode, you will learn exactly what facial reflexology is and how it's not related to foot reflexology, how Helen used facial massage to overcome her gluten intolerance, how you can use this tool to instantly treat symptoms like pain and fatigue, what facial reflexology and meditation have in common, the power of human touch and how patient-practitioner relationship is really a two-way street to healing. Helen, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your magical wisdom with us. I'm super excited to learn more about facial reflexology, um, but first, can you tell us a little bit more about how you found this work? So. I like to tell people that I come from a very different background than they might expect. I actually studied economics at university. I was your typical kind of straight down the line student. I didn't believe in anything I couldn't see and measure and calculate. Uh, I loved statistics. I loved finding my answers in a book. Um, And I kind of came to the end of those studies Um, amidst obviously global kind of economic meltdown and realized that maybe there would be a different path for me going forward. So I was on uh, a kind of tour seeking uh, what my next step would be, thought that it might be documentaries. And finally, uh, kind of, we would say by chance, but really kind of following the heart, found myself in Italy, Uh, sitting at a two-day training in something called Riflessologia Facciale. I did not speak Italian. (laughs) I could understand most of what was going on because I spoke quite good Spanish. Um, But I was kind of massaging my face with this little tool in a room full of middle-aged Italian women and kind of rolling my eyes thinking, what on earth have I gotten myself into? Um, And so... At the time, I didn't consider that I had anything in particular wrong with me, any particular dis-ease or disharmony in the body. So when I was asked to talk about what I'd like to work on with this technique, um, I kind of shrugged my shoulders and said, nothing, you know, I'm all good. I'm 23. I haven't been to the doctor in a long time. No serious diagnoses to speak of. And um, kind of cornered by my teacher, uh, she had me admit, that um, or realized that one thing I could work on was my gluten intolerance. I hadn't been eating gluten for about two years. A load of symptoms in my body had cleared up. I was feeling so much better on 
so many levels. Um, but obviously being in Italy at that moment, it was quite difficult to avoid. And so reluctantly, because I didn't see any need for me to um, embrace gluten back into my life um, and because it had, you know, eliminating it had done so much for my lifelong digestive issues. I kind of reluctantly began massaging my face every day as I was instructed. Um, and to my utter surprise, <laughs> these uh, lifelong patterns began to shift within the next couple of weeks. And over the coming months, I was able to work on my gluten intolerance using nothing more than my fingers on my face and really overcome it so that my symptoms uh, were no longer present and I was able to incorporate all kinds of foods back into my diet. So that's where I began. Uh, it was a, a little bit of a random walk into the therapy and the further I went with it, the more I studied this technique, the more interested I was and Finally, when I googled facial reflexology in English, which, by the way, was not until almost a year into my studies, terrible student, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I realized that there really was nothing like this out there, that there are a couple of other people talking about facial reflexology, but it's, it's really not the same thing that they have to offer. So I went to my teacher and said, oh, I'll start translating your, your textbook, if you like, so that people can read something about this. Oh, maybe I'll, I'll help with your website as well. And she insisted that I did my teacher training. Um, and all of a sudden, here I am. It's, uh, the path is kind of unfold, unfolded before me. And I'm uh, really enjoying, really honored to be sharing this all over the world. So, yeah. Yeah, that's such an amazing story. And I have to say, personally, when I when I saw your page um, on Instagram, I was instantly intrigued thinking, what is she doing? And, <laughs> and then as I, as I read more, I was like, wow, what a really cool practice and really an interesting biohack that you're doing by, by you know, using these pressure points in your face. I've actually, um, I'm a little familiar with foot reflexology and I've actually been using a foot reflexologist for when I'm training for races, for running, and it's been really helpful. Um, and, and I think it's, you know, it's good for other parts of my health um, outside of just athletic performance. So it's, it's really amazing that certain pressure points in the body can have such a profound effect on your health and other parts of your internal biological system. So can you tell us a little bit more, maybe like a quick definition um, of what facial reflexology and what it does for our listeners who probably, if they're like me, have not heard of this before? Absolutely, I would love to. Um... So it's really interesting uh, because I'm quite new to the term biohacking. I actually just heard it last week and thought I must Google that and then all of a sudden came across your Instagram and was equally interested <laughs> in what you're talking about. Um, and it's funny because I use the phrase a lot, hack your nervous system. Um, that is essentially what reflexology is all about. Um, it is an interaction with your nervous system via established maps which are placed on the periphery of the body. Uh, so of course a lot of people are familiar with foot reflexology which um, 
is really a Western modality mainly. Uh, it has its origins in the late 1800s. It was actually an American ear, nose and throat doctor who kind of developed it. Um, and so not so many people are familiar with facial reflexology. That's because it's a lot newer um, in terms of our, our use of it. Although all of these modalities, I believe, have been around as long as there have been human beings on the planet. And facial reflexology for sure has its roots in Vietnam, at least what we're using now. And it's been around for hundreds, probably thousands of years. It's really tied to the traditional Vietnamese medicine uh, from there. Um, all to say that foot reflexology, hand reflexology, these classic reflexologies that you'll come across in places like America and Europe, are actually quite a different beast to what I'm working with um, for a couple of reasons. So the first would be that when you work on the face, you're working in proximity to all of the body's sense organs, as well as the brain, which is where we're sending this reflexology signal via these maps. Um, and what that means is that the results are just a lot, a lot faster. So whereas you might have to go to a foot reflexologist, say for chronic back pain, you might have to go for maybe three sessions on a weekly basis in order to see some improvement. It might be just one session of half an hour with a facial reflexologist will, that will make a huge difference in your experience. The other wonderful thing about working with the face is that reflexology is more effective the more consistently it is applied. So ideally, we'd all be going to our foot reflexologist every single day. Same for hand reflexology, same for facial reflexology. The beauty of working on the face is that everyone has access to their face at all times throughout the day, right? No need to take off your socks and your shoes, no need to bend the body and obstruct this flow of energy that we're working to rebalance. Um, and so it becomes a tool for autonomous personal care um, and used in the way that I'm working with it um, is very, very direct to target specific symptoms uh, that are present that are bothersome in the moment. Um, and the other big difference to, between what I'm using and what most reflexologists out there are working with is that they'll have maybe one map on the feet or on the hands, the palm of the hands, say, and the sole of the feet mainly. Um, meanwhile, we have over 30 different maps which are overlapped onto the face. That can sound quite overwhelming, especially some people who are new to the whole concept must think what on earth would that look like? I can't show you the maps, right, via the podcast, but basically it means that there's no one single possibility. There's no one sequence that any practitioner will follow. Everything is absolutely tailored to the person in front of us, their needs in the moment, and we're able to share really simple instructions. They don't need to know about all these 30 different maps. We share really simple instructions that will help them on a daily basis, um, either to recover from a certain illness, to maintain their health as it is, or to prevent um, uh, more severe conditions moving forward. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. And um, it's really interesting that um, facial reflexology is less known, but it's actually a lot more effective for, you know, the certain health ailments that you might be getting treatment for. But it's also really nice that you can practice it on yourself. Um, I always love things like that, because like you said, 
Um, not everybody has the means or the resources to get to a practitioner every day or multiple times a week. So I think that that's really, um, really powerful. So I'm curious, um, you said that sometimes people can get benefit just from one session, but obviously the more you practice, probably the more um, benefit you'll see. What would you suggest to somebody who's just getting started with facial reflexology? Is there like a certain practice that is good for overall general health and well-being that they could do daily? Or would you say, um, you know, to see a practitioner a couple times a week or? Okay, I also love this question. So there is no one single thing that I can present to every person right now via this podcast, which will have Mm -hmm. a major impact, right? And because we have all these multiple possibilities, all of these different maps to choose from, what a lot of Western reflexologists are doing, which is very kind of Western in its perspective, is, oh, this is a holistic therapy, and therefore I'm going to treat all of the person by stimulating every reflex on the foot (laughs) or on the hand, right? Yeah. And you're giggling, which is good. (laughs) Um, the, The whole approach that we're working with, because this comes from Vietnam, because it's rooted in Eastern understanding, is that we've got to listen to where the body needs that stimulation, to where there is a request for energy, for rebalance, and for our kind of nudge that we're providing Uh, here with the stimulation. So for each and every person, it would be ideal for me to, you know, even hop on a call on Zoom or uh, deal with their questions, um, look at a couple of images of their face maybe. Ultimately, what we really want is to lie you down and give you a treatment for 30 or 60 minutes because then we can really listen to what your body has to say on this. Um, But more generally speaking, what this asks of our receivers and of people we're sharing with is that they're able to tune in and tell us what is the biggest symptom of the moment that they would like to work on. So sometimes, especially in this kind of, I don't know, alternative world, people are much more keen to try and decipher for you what the cause of their illness is, where it's come from and kind of long-term taking you back on a story. I'm not so interested in that. I want to hear right now what the biggest issue is. Um, And from that, it's actually a very simple exercise of me looking at the various maps that I have for the musculoskeletal system, for the respiratory system, reproductive, nervous system, etc. And selecting which one would be appropriate for you to work with right now. Um, So there is no specific thing Mm -hmm. that I with everyone that will be dramatically um which will lead to dramatic improvements this week for every single person um but i i do my best on instagram i'll have more coming up on youtube to to introduce you to some of the tips and tricks um, that can be employed uh, on a daily basis we have some for calming your nerves uh helping with issues like insomnia or nervousness Um, We have some sequences for constipation, which is a much bigger issue than anyone would like to admit. Um, We have some for um, the the first hint of a cold, a cough, or a sore throat, the flu, um, and hay fever symptoms, etc. So those things are all available to people who want to dig a little bit deeper. 
and um, so that's kind of especially with that video all I can kind of offer just now yeah that's actually um, really refreshing but there is no one size fits all for everyone um, because you really need to assess the individual who is needing the treatment and what their very specific needs are yeah I mean it's a shame we don't have Skype because I definitely would have talked to you about you know what's going on for you and made you some little videos maybe we can chat at the end and I'll, I'll send over a video later or something and um, because it's a yeah. wonderful thing to be able to share also in this capacity right online or with people I meet on the street I can there's no limits to who I can share and, and give these instructions to. Um, in terms of trying a treatment for yourself, um, it also happens to be super relaxing, like more relaxing than any other treatment I've ever tried, um, kind of taking you into very meditative, uh, hypnotic state. Uh, definitely look up our practitioners list. We have practitioners now all over America. We have some, I know you're in oh. Atlanta, right? Yeah. We have a couple in Atlanta and around there. Um, so the website is dianchanzone.com and there's a, a listing of all our practitioners around the world uh, to be found there. Um, awesome. I am definitely going to look it up because now I'm super intrigued. <laughs> awesome. I can't remember what else you said there. I felt like I was still answering, but it's gone. So yeah, check the practitioner site. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. And, and for anyone listening, if you're interested in this, check out Helen's uh, Instagram page because that gives you kind of a, a very nice intro into what facial reflexology is. And then, yeah, see if you have a practitioner in your area. Thank you so much for sharing all of this amazing information. Um, there's a couple of questions that I like to ask all of my guests when they come on the podcast. So one is... Um, do you have a morning routine? And if so, what does your morning routine look like? <laughs> Another good question there, Kayla. Um, <laughs> so I, I think the main kind of theme of all the teachings I've kind of been receiving for the last however many years have been about learning to listen to my body, uh, learning to kind of release the conditioning and the expectations that I have on myself, right? Mm -hmm. um, and in and amongst that, one thing I've really been trying to cultivate is a morning routine. <laughs> because <laughs> we should all have a morning routine, right? That sets us up for the day. Um, and I'm someone who travels, especially these days, a lot. Like I'm always living out of a suitcase. I'm always all over the place, uh, waking up at different times, adjusting to different time zones. And I think I do pretty well, honestly. Um, but I would say I'm really someone who goes through phases. Um, I've been through many different meditation phases. Um, and these days, rather than give myself a hard time about it, I'm actually learning to just own it, but I don't necessarily enjoy having a consistent thing that I do every day. Um, and I kind of have a little roulette of switching between meditation, uh, heart coherence, I'm sure you're familiar with that, um, visualization, or just simple things like playing with some bells <laughs> or dancing, um, anything I can do to make sure I've tuned in um, and I'm connecting to myself uh, in some way so that, would, that is my answer for now on the morning routine it may change 
Yeah, that's perfect. Maybe everyone that I've asked this question to, some form of meditation or, you know, stillness, um, breathing practice, something like that, that puts you in kind of that meditative state is an, is a really important component for everyone's morning routine. So it's, it's really interesting that that's pretty consistent. Well, do you know what's really interesting as well is that I've never, of all the practices I've tried out in the morning, I've never gone, I'm going to do my facial reflexology every morning because (laughs) (laughs) I am working with it pretty much every day, you know, on the bus, in the car, in front of my computer, wherever I am. Uh, And I'd love to work with it in the evening. But I really, at, at the last meditation class that I went to, led by some Buddhists and the way they spoke about all the benefits of meditation was so beautiful um, but I just couldn't help but think I'm getting all of these benefits from this practice that I have on myself and probably even more from connecting with someone else in this therapeutic capacity. I think there are maybe not enough therapists who are able to express exactly what happens when you lay your hand on someone else. Um, And I think many meditators haven't experienced that as well. So I just want to shout out to any therapists who are listening who give themselves a hard time about not meditating. But if you're doing what you do um, thoughtfully, mindfully, um, it will be bringing you all the same benefits, in my opinion, in my experience, (laughs) at least. Yeah, that is such a good point and and really a powerful message that I think a lot of people need to hear, especially, you know, people like us who are entrepreneurs where we're working really hard all day long and we can be really hard on ourselves for not being consistent with our routines and the things that, you know, we, we help our clients to do for themselves. Um, But you're right when we're working with people and especially like you said, when you're putting your hands on somebody in kind of a repetitive sort of motion and you're you're helping them to release their stress anxiety whatever it is that they might be working through that really does have a lot of the same benefits of meditation and and a lot of the other health practices that are for you know calming the nervous system and creating like a positive mindset absolutely i mean any therapist out there who thinks that um they're the ones giving a treatment and that's the end of the story and um, <laughs> I think I've not understood what is taking place it's always always a treatment for two um, when you're working at that level um, and so it's a privilege and my my dear teacher is always saying uh, <laughs> don't tell them but you know our receivers should really be paying we should really be paying our receivers for all that we gain uh, from this kind of practice as well so yes yeah. every time I work with somebody one-on-one and you know we're working through some of their health issues or maybe we're trying to get them to the next level of athletic performance or mental Mm. performance or whatever it may be I always learn something new every single time I work with a new person or you know even in every session so it's really a beautiful um relationship yeah definitely yeah Mm -hmm. awesome um so I have one other question for you And this one can be a little bit of a toughie. If you could provide just one piece of tangible advice that any of our listeners can take and put into practice in their life today, that would have the greatest impact on their overall health and wellness, 
um, what would that be? And it, it can be something to do with facial reflexology or, or not at all. <laughs> it is a funny one. And I have thought about this um, before. Um, obviously, <laughs> practicing facial reflexology, if I could press a button that would instantly place all of this knowledge and understanding of the maps we work with into the minds of everyone, <laughs> I'd do it right now. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd lose everything. I'd, I'd, I'd exchange everything I have uh, to do that. Um, but uh, in the meantime, aside from that, I would say begin to accumulate tools which appeal to you, whether it's facial reflexology, whether it's something like breath work or uh, yoga, meditation, Reiki. Um, I would emphasize the kind of healing modalities that are self-contained. Pick some of those that appeal to you, explore them, learn at least one of them. Um, and maybe it's the Capricorn in me, <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> a pessimism, but I, I feel like the, <laughs> how to say this without sounding crazy. Um, I feel <laughs> like um, I am always preparing for a crisis. I'm always asking questions like, what if the electricity goes off? <laughs> what if, um, you know, the, the tsunami arrives tomorrow? And so um, having fancy gadgets and supplements and herbal medicines and all these things around us is fantastic, it's wonderful. Um, but what happens uh, when you find yourself without them? I think it's really important for people to begin to recognize the magic and the power that resides within them. Um, there are facial reflexologists and there's other uh, techniques where they'll really try and sell you tools or products. And that kind of defies my whole approach to it, which is, you are the medicine. And so begin to explore that um, in exchange for this constant seeking. We all have, I have it too, of looking for that magic pill, looking for um, that person who can tell you what's wrong with you or that uh, practitioner who can fix you. Um, just start to give your attention to what you already have to work with. That would be, that would be my request for everyone who's listening. <laughs> What a beautiful request and thank you so much for putting that so eloquently and beautifully for our listeners. I actually, I think I just posted today about this very same thing as, you know, you did. tools mm. and tricks and, and supplements and tech devices and all this stuff is awesome and they're great tools in the bag. But if, you know, when it comes down to it, you have to get down to the basics, which is really the things that are solely within your power. And you don't need any special devices or tricks or tools or anything really. So um, I completely agree that, you know, the most powerful thing is yourself. And then it's just a matter of making the choice to prioritize your, your health and wellness. Yeah, absolutely. And and finding tools that are, yeah, resonant with you. I, I'm not sure what the word is I'm looking for, that appeal to you. You know, just like the daily meditation, if it doesn't appeal to you, find something else that does, that will give you the benefits that you're looking for. So if you're, you know, if you're looking into different 
medicines and different approaches um, bear that in mind as well you don't have to do what everyone else recommends you don't have to listen to the experts you really have to you don't have to but you really would be better off listening to yourself I love that you put it that way yeah beautiful and that's what I love about what you're sharing as well so it's really great to yeah connect <laughs> and have Thank this discussion so yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's really, um, it's really quite powerful. The, the community that I'm building through this podcast, even because, you know, all of us probably have different ideas on what the, what the most powerful, you know, health practices are, but through sharing what we personally do and our knowledge, people can start to craft their own routines and hopefully start to incorporate whatever they hear on this podcast that resonates with them. So thank you so much for allowing our audience to have yet another health practice that they can choose from that who knows, it may change somebody's life. So I think that that's just really powerful and amazing. And, and if our listeners want to learn more about facial reflexology or if they want to connect with you, or maybe if they want to set up um, an appointment with you, um, where's the best place for them to reach you? Um, I find just now the easiest place is Instagram. My tag is Mirror Medicine. And I also have a blog. If you just want to read some more about this and, and kind of dip your tiptoe in the water, I have a free ebook there, which has a few tips in it. You can get you started straight away. Uh, that's www.helen.black um, and all the links are available from there. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Helen. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to staying in contact and, and seeing what comes up next. Absolutely. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the BioCurious podcast today. If you found today's episode interesting, please feel free to leave a review. And also, I would love it if you took a screenshot of the episode and shared it on your social media so that others can find the podcast too. And as always, I love connecting with all of you and getting your feedback. So if you have any comments or questions about today's episode, please feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram. My handle is biocurious underscore Kayla. Looking forward to connecting with you and I'll see you next time. Thank you.